What's up, you guys? Welcome to another spooky episode of the Horror Academy podcast. And for this episode, we're going to go ahead and take a look at one of the best movie horror movies ever made. Ever. Ever. A cult classic. Halloween. again yes. for the third time this month holy shit already wow man hot diggity damn well we're finally doing it the time has come folks it has we're finally doing the og halloween movie yeah today holy shit and uh, a good time as any really. yeah absolutely yeah we we def- definitely made the decision to hold off on halloween right for an appropriate time and this just kind of this month is just perfect exactly and uh, we wanted a a little bit more of a following before we talked about like the big big movies right yeah and um we like where we're at right now it's uh, steadily growing thanks right. to you guys thank you so much we appreciate all of you absolutely and uh yeah man it's about time yeah uh i mean uh, i really like this movie and like we're doing this at a respective time because not only is it october but Halloween is coming out this Friday. And it's literally 40 years yeah. after the OG. Exactly. So what What a, much, you know, wow, I don't know where that sentence was going, but what better time <laughs> to do Halloween yeah. than, uh, than now, it's pretty much. Exactly. So we're going to go ahead and talk about that, um, kind of explore the impact it had on us on the horror community and the shift it had in the horror world exactly and just kind of go through the movie as well you 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 guys know the drill you know how we do things but first we want to go ahead and give a very special shout out as as we always do to one of our followers you know we see you man uh you're always giving us uh uh, some likes some of them likes there and we really appreciate uh uh, your support and your love there and that is and i i hope i'm pronouncing this right that's uh bjorn boogie but his instagram username is bjrn boogie thank you so much dude we really appreciate your your follow and your support it means the world and uh, we hope you enjoy this episode, man. Absolutely. And uh, we're also going to do horror news. Yes. A really quick edition of that. So we had the trailer of Pet Cemetery remake come out. And honestly, um, I'll be straightforward. I haven't seen Pet Cemetery since mm-hmm. I was maybe seven. Right, right. <laughs> and um, it, it was a weird movie for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently it's just giant cult classic exactly yeah um so watching this trailer was really weird because it felt completely different yeah um but it definitely seems interesting and i feel like it has a lot of creepy elements with just the the first taste that they've given us right i i saw the trailer uh, we, we saw it together and i thought it was really it, it had a, a creepy eerie vibe behind it yeah. looks interesting as hell yeah and I, from what i remember the the original pet cemetery film it had a lot of practical effects, a lot of gore. Oh shit! And so I'm hoping we yeah. get to see some of that disgusting, yeah. like modernized um, effects as far as the gore and, and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's going to be interesting. We we're going to see that in April of next year. Right, and I'm excited to see John Lithgow in the big screen again. He's yeah. actually a pretty good actor. I yeah, think. It, 
the other day, I don't know if it was you that told me, but I realized that he voiced um, uh, the midget from Shrek, Lord Farquaad. Holy <laughs> shit! It wasn't you then. It was no. It was my brother then. My, I'm not, well, you're my bro- my other brother. <laughs> my real brother. <laughs> it was my real brother. Um, yeah, John Lithgow was the voice. Wow, of Lord that and fits. it clicked because I was imitating the laugh that Lord Farquaad makes <laughs> when he walks up to the table in Shrek. Yeah, and he, it's too tall for him, so they lower it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, whoa, dude, that's definitely John McGill. Holy shit, dude. That yeah. makes so much sense. Holy damn. Um, but we also have, and you guys, this is this has already sweeped the horror community, but we have Robert uh, England reprising his role as Freddy Krueger for what's possibly the last time right. in a, a special episode of The Goldbergs on ABC. Uh, that show is really... It's amazing. It's hilarious. I loved it. Haven't caught up with it because I don't watch ABC. But the show's really good, so I'm really excited to see how they're going to play this <laughs> this horror icon in a comedy show. And, dude, and it's so weird because it, I, I, I thought when I first heard this, I was going to get a lot of bad reception. Yeah. Um, just because it's in a show, it's not a movie. I'm like, why mm-hmm. would Robert England like, come, come right. back and not... in? A movie, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, think about it. They probably offered him crazy right, money, dude. Right. Um, and also, you know, he's also getting offered the chance of stepping into Freddy's shoes again. Right. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So that that definitely sweetens the deal. So there's pictures of him already in, in fully in Freddy in costume. costume and yeah. It looks incredible. Yeah, it does. Um, with the movies. Freddy's uh, comes off as a very comical kind of character, but there's still a sense of dread in them. Right. This the sense like even though he's like taunting me and shit, it's not really funny because I'm in danger. Right. Exactly. But here, how you know, I was wondering like how are they gonna balance that? Because it's it's a comedy show. They're not gonna go like, hey, you guys. There's gonna be a lot of blood and gore in this episode. And how so. much is he gonna get away with? Because like most of his like witty remarks are like pretty harsh yeah so i'm i'm imagining him he's gonna be hilarious what what i hope now that i'm thinking about this i'm i'm hoping that it's not like a two minute scene and then it's done dude i know that's gonna blow ass dude (laughs) yeah dude definitely keep an eye out for that i i haven't seen when that show or that episode will air it's gonna be anytime soon of course this month but keep an eye out for that it's gonna be uh Worth a watch. And then lastly, Halloween. Halloween. How, how funny. <laughs> how crazy. We're talking about Halloween and, and the movies. In horror news, what, dude? That's so fucking crazy. You know what's awesome, though? We have a week. One final week. Week, dude. <laughs> we have one week left, and I can be- barely contain myself. It's look gonna, at me, I'm shaking. Yeah, look, hey guys, look at my hand. You see it? Holy <laughs> shit. You guys see that? <laughs> well, yeah, man, that's uh, that's exciting, man. I know you guys are all excited. I know for a fact it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're definitely excited. It's It's been a long time coming, and it needs that redemption uh, after the last few movies right. that, that it yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're definitely going to watch it yeah, when it comes out. Um, and let us know what you guys think 
about it or or if you guys have watched you know if you watch it and then come back here or whatever let us know what you think yeah keep in mind we're gonna do an episode on it you, you're gonna have to watch it or else we're gonna spoil the entire thing yeah we're, we're probably not gonna wait a week to do it though right no 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 it's gonna be right away it's, yeah it's too big of an event to wait a week yeah exactly so so watch that movie or do your do your best to to watch that movie i know you guys have a lot of responsibilities outside of the realm of which horror lives in your hearts but try to watch that movie <laughs> um but that's gonna wrap it up with what oh, oh, what, what? What's going on in horror? We're probably just going to change the horror news because why the hell not? You guys don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, oh, get on with it. Like, come on, let's just go. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the original 1978 John Carpenter film, Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> How did this impact you when you watched it? So Halloween was one of the horror movies I didn't end up watching first mm-hmm. coming into horror yeah. and becoming a fan of horror. It was just, I guess it was just never available for me to watch. Right, right. I ended up finally watching the original in an AMC marathon. Yes. When I was like in sixth grade or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it literally became what what the entire Halloween season is for me. <laughs> yeah. It's the most... Perfectly scored film. Yes. And the most perfect movie to just embody everything that Halloween is in my heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, this holiday is hugely awesome for me because of that movie. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, to me, when I hear the music, it's I automatically think of October <laughs> and the weather being nice. Yeah. And just hoodies <laughs> and friends. It's just really happy. You don't have friends any other I, time I, of the I, I don't have any other friends. <laughs> only in October. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, this movie impacted me in such a huge way. Especially because I ended up watching, uh, I think it was one through six in just a, like a day and a half. Mm, oh, shit. <laughs> so like I got real deep into <laughs> Halloween yeah. like right off the bat. Right. And uh, it just it just hugely impacted me and became an instant favorite of mine, which is why I have a Halloween poster of the original, yeah. Uh, well, the original poster for it, and right. And you guys can see that, and you know which one we're talking about. We have it on our Instagram at the Horror Academy, by the way. Yeah, so Pl- uh, plug us in. That, some of you have probably seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, this is a this is a big one for me, man. I'm glad we're doing this episode. Yeah, dude. I I really I've been excited for this one. I know we've planned to, to hold off on it until now, um, and I'm I'm excited to get into it. So uh, same question to you, Chris. Yeah. So with with Halloween, like like the same with you, pretty much, it was never accessible to me. Right. It was just like uh, it was like I've seen it as a kid. Like I, I saw like uh, uh, scenes of it, but I was a kid, so like my parents wouldn't let me watch it. And also, if I ever did watch it, I was like, oh, no, this is scary as shit. <laughs> right, yeah. So I would turn away. And I, I wasn't able to get back into it as early as I wanted to. But once I saw it, um, it was really good. Like, I really, really liked it. It had this, like, uh, sense of, like, it had terror into it. Yeah. And it did embody that spirit of Halloween and just kind of get you into the mood. Yeah, Like, absolutely. during during the season. And, um, <clears throat> it you know, it, it really it really was, it was good. It, it, it's not the film that brought me into horror 
Um, it was, you know, later later on that, that I did, but uh, uh, this was one of those where, like, I can see how horror came about through this film. Right. You know what I mean? This one is, I think, how slashers started to become more shaped. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think it had a huge part with kind of creating that that avenue for horror movies. Yeah. I was like, damn, this is really good, because, like, all these elements you see... In later movies, like in in uh, in other more modern films, right. and I thought, dude, John Carpenter is literally a master of horror, dude. Uh, dude, a hundred percent. You can't ever take that title away from him. Yeah, and he did shape and change horror as we know it. And I feel like movies still today take bits and pieces from yeah. from Halloween because it's such an iconic film. It's so legendary, and it's. It's just untouchable, man. Yeah. It's untouchable. Yeah, dude. I thought, like, like earlier you said that it was scored perfectly. And, dude, my thoughts exactly. The music, which was actually done by John Carpenter himself, yeah. it was perfectly made. Like, it put you into the, into the film. You know what I mean? Like, it had this, like, kind of scary vibe to it. And it just, I don't know how he did it. Like, it just, it played so well. And this, in uh, Halloween, it speaks to the saying, less is more. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that, it's it's such a simple plot and so incredibly easy to follow. Yeah. And it's even simple to the score. Right. John Carpenter managed to make something so simple made, and made it, like, incredibly terrifying. And even the music itself, the score is very subtle it's very quiet and it's not complex. It's very, it it, it, it sticks in your head. Like yeah, you end up in your mind. You're like, dun, 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 dun. yeah, you know. And it, it's always stuck throughout history as one of the best scores for horror or film in general, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, it's one of those things where less is definitely more. Oh hell yeah, dude! And just like that, like because it is a simple storyline, it's a simple plot to follow. Simple is effective. So with that, you, it's not like a a complicated storyline that we have to kind of piece together. Right. It's just he escaped from a mental institution and now he's out in his hometown and Wrecked. wreaking havoc. And that's it. Yep. There you go. But there's just so much like that's a plot line, but there's so much more behind it that you can that manifests from itself. Right. And it's like, this is how did how did you do this, man? There's nothing like this at that time. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? I think, what was his body count in the first one? Three, actually. And this is another thing that uh, it, it always it feels weird to me because he, was, he wasn't this, like, crazy, like, mass murderer. <laughs> like, he just killed, right. like, a handful of people. Yeah. And yet managed to solidify himself as... The greatest horror yeah, icon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Most other horror icons have a ridiculous body count. Exactly. <laughs> and Michael, in this first movie, just had a little handful. And it still managed to terrify everyone. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, exactly, dude. And I think that had a lot to do with how they set up his character in the first act. We follow Dr. Loomis, who really does... <laughs> dude... He's, he virtually does nothing except for like provide exposition, right? Right. <laughs> and he's just kind of talking like, "Evil has come to Haddonfield and all this shit." And it's he's like, not human. He is. He is the embodiment of evil. evil right. I'm like, well, yeah, but uh, you were his 
doctor. So tell us more. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Tell we, we get that. Let's uh, figure out why. Yeah, yeah. And but the way that he's talking about Michael to the, the cops and, and everything, and, and even the uh, the lady that was driving the car in the first scene, the way he's talking about him, the seriousness behind it, and and all that, like the way the movie kind of structures him in the little scenes that we get from him when he's talking Laurie, those kind of contribute to what is like what is to come right and i think with that build-up now we kind of like had this sense like oh right. th- this like, guy oh he is the embodiment of <laughs> yeah like oh this really is it, it was actually pretty well done like, yeah uh, although like loomis didn't really like you said he kind of does nothing <laughs> right but everything he says he says it with such passion and and with such fear yeah and like he's trying to convince you that this is literally evil walking right and you kind of start like oh like in your mind it's like oh this person is not someone i want to mess with and then when we finally see him wrecking shit you just kind of like oh so this is why he was saying those things it's true (laughs) (laughs) i probably should have (laughs) listened But when I when I was a kid though I watched uh, I saw the scenes that I saw was with Michael in it because he has that white mask with the hollowed uh, eyes like it's it's dark you never see his actual like eyes it's it's yeah. dark and that in itself terrified me I was like that it's not natural you're right Doctor Loomis that is evil <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's so terrifying but dude like <laughs> it's crazy because. Uh, he like the actor is a fit dude he yeah. looks good I know. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit like that is insane and he he doesn't do anything not not no complex uh acting or right. anything he just walks and he like grabs people sometimes and it's still menacing yeah dude like he's he's literally just like a plank of wood <laughs> right, like right. he's so stiff and just so like I have one mission. Like, he's almost like the Terminator. Just yeah, about, you know exactly. What I mean? Like, he's on a mission just to kill people. Right. And the thing is, with, with the original Michael Myers, he's not physically imposing. Mm-hmm. He's a normal-sized dude, and he's relatively slim. Yeah. And he's not tall like Rob Zombie's version to make it look more menacing. Oh, right, right. It was just the way he existed, the way he... Yeah. He um, projected himself, projected himself yeah. as this force of nature that's yeah. unstoppable. Like it literally feels like you put you throw anything in his path while he's walking, and it's just gonna move out of the way. What happens when an immovable object meets an unstoppable <laughs> force? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's exactly right. That's yeah. that's the impression you get from this guy even before he does anything. Right. Yeah. And it was captured so perfectly. Uh, one of the things that, that I thought was like strange, because I didn't expect this to happen, but he gets in a car. He drives. And he drives. And earlier, that's the same car that he, like, that was, uh, Dr. Loomis was in to go visit the, the, uh, the hospital that Michael was in. And he's, you know, they had to have been yeah. driving for a while. Right. And then that car had to have driven for even longer to get to Haddonfield. And then he's driving around the town. And it's like, like, did you stop for gas or anything? And then when you did stop <laughs> for gas, right. did you go like, uh, I need 20 on... Or on just six. lifts his mask a little bit. 
Let me get a five on, on, <laughs> on two. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> can I get twenty on on two? Ladies, I'm I'm sorry. What? Can I get twenty? Can I get twenty on two? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what's another crazy fact that I like piece together like yeah. after a while. Like I I never thought of it this way. And just because it's it's Michael Myers, I never thought how old is this guy? Right. <laughs> That's one thing that I never like. Wait, how old is he? But then when you look at the time frame. Literally, when he came back to Haddonfield, he's a 23-year-old yeah. dude. Yeah, it's actually listed in the credits, too. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, he's 23. Right. Michael he's Myers. My age. I could be a killer. Yeah, he was 23 years old. <laughs> you would think, like, killers are, like, some, like, 40-year-old dude that's, yeah. like, been through life and is now, like, killing people. No, this is some, to a lot of people, a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know dude. what I mean? Like a young man. Yeah. Hello, young man. Are you in college yet? No, no. I listened to the Horror Academy. They said not to go to college anymore. <laughs> for, for obvious reasons. I'm actually a student of the Horror Academy. I don't know if you've heard it. Um, Are they accredited? <laughs> I, no, no, we're not. <laughs> Faculty stand. <laughs> what is this? Well, see, sir, uh, at Harmon, we believe that students are the teachers. Oh, that's preposterous. Students cannot and will not be <laughs> teachers. <laughs> if you guys haven't figured it out, we're quoting <laughs> accepted once again. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> but with this with this movie, it instantly pulls you in with the mo- uh, with the with the song. Yes. Like that's the oh, first man. thing that comes on. I I dude, just talking about it now, I want to watch it. <laughs> We're just yeah. gonna throw it on right now, and like and you guys just, are gonna listen to the the yeah. sound of it. Yeah, we're just gonna be like, oh shit, that's tight. That's dope. Oh, that's like, oh, oh shit, look, 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 look. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it pulls you in with that song during the opening credits, and we have, you know, we see Michael's perspective as he's wandering around the outside of his house. Like, why are you outside? Where did you? What were you doing that you were outside right. when this started? And he walks up to his uh, sister's room after the boyfriend dips, and he grabs a mask, puts it on, and then she's there, completely in the nudes, in the nudes, in the nudesies. And she, uh, yeah, she's like, my god. And then he, like, you, you see him raise the knife, yeah. And he's as he's stabbing her, she's like, Michael, stop, stop, Michael. And I'm thinking, are you getting stabbed or are you getting... Tickled. Yeah, are you getting squirted with a water gun or something? Right. Like, what the hell? And she ends up dying, of course, as as we all know. And I thought it was funny because he walks out of the house, his parents come by, and, like, this is... I don't know if anyone realized how awkward this was because the dad takes off his mask, and he's like, Michael! And uh, the kid just kind of stands with the, with the, the bloody knife, his parents on either side of him just looking at him as the camera zooms out for the longest time. And I'm thinking, you, okay, now what did you guys do after that? Like, are you guys just going to... Why are you guys just standing there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was very weird. Uh, but we do get that scene with Dr. Loomis, and then that's when he's providing nothing but exposition. Yeah. Um, and uh, I thought... I thought it was it was strange that they... Talked about Michael for the longest time, but never really showed him. Yeah. But then I realized they're setting him up. Oh, this is a movie. Ah. Uh, oh, it's a movie. They have to set it up. That's first. right. Oh, 
Oh. Kind of like Silence of the Lambs, where they set yeah. up uh, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, you just kind of like, well... Oh, wait, it's a movie. It's a story they're telling. Oh, that's right, that's right. Of and course. if you guys are, are have been hearing this sound... Explain, Chris. <laughs> I'm vaping, guys. He's doing the vapes. I, I'm, I'm back on it. You know, gotta have that nicotine, bro. <laughs> Gonna have the fucking Dude, that's fifty Nick. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's tote fifty Nick, bro. Dude, I just blow the fattest clouds, bro. You should have seen me, bro. I won a competition, a cloud comp. We lost like so many listeners right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck this! <laughs> oh, they vape. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, dude. Okay, so when we uh, get go back to Haddonfield. You know, we have uh, Lori, who is played by none other than Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, not Jamie Lynn Spears. No, no, no not <laughs> Jamie <laughs> But Lee Curtis. Yeah. And it's strange because, like, she's 16 in this film. 16, supposed 17, to be a 16-year-old yeah, yeah. character. But I can't stop seeing her as, like, 25. Right. Or something. Yeah, she looks like she's matured. She looks yeah. matured, like, a lot. Right. But she doesn't look old either. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, her voice still sounds like present day. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't put you Her in voice this. has never changed. Has <laughs> never ever. changed. It's, it's crazy. She was the perfect cast for this role. It, it was her breakthrough ca- uh, casting. Yeah. This is a, the first, like, major film she starred in. Yeah. Um... And it's uh, it's one that she's expressed, if you've seen her recent interviews, as the most important role in her life. Right, right. Because it just kind of opened the doors for everything else that she's done in her in her career. Yeah. And she was just perfect for the role, man. I can't I can't imagine this movie without Jamie Lynn. Curry. It would. Oh, Jamie Lynn Spears, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I made the joke and I just did the same mistake. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, man. What the hell? Oh shit! No, I, I'm I'm with you there. I think it would have it wouldn't have resonated as much. It would have been different for sure, yeah. like hella different. Yeah, had it been anyone else. But with this movie, we have her uh, walking down the like the town, and dude, like the neighborhoods, like that's the kind of place I kind of want to live in. Dude, it's literally the perfect neighborhood. Yeah. The only place I've ever been that reminds me somewhat like that is in the Biltmore area here in Phoenix, Arizona. That's the only place I've seen that looks somewhat like that. Oh, okay. To me, it's like the ideal neighborhood to live in. It looks so nice. Like, the weather looks perfect. Yeah. And it's just, it's a very, like, Halloween-y town. Right, dude. And... Yeah, man, it kind of sets the mood. Like, oh, this is a nice, tranquil little town. Right, exactly. It'd be a shame if uh, <laughs> the shape of evil <laughs> came and wreaked havoc. Yeah. <laughs> but we have her, uh, Lori and her friends coming by, and they're, like, talking, like, we're talking about boys and stuff. And uh, well, they're not old ladies. <laughs> we're talking about boys and stuff. <laughs> That's something like Herbert. <laughs> Get your fat ass. <laughs> but off the bat, like, the conversation that she has with her friends, like, we kind of find out or realize that she's kind of a, how do I say this, a prude. Goody two-shoes. <laughs> yeah. Also, 
whoever has been called a goody two shoes in their life, did those people not also have two shoes? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you have one shoes? <laughs> no shoes. Yeah. So, like, yeah, the two shoes thing. Why? Why even say it? Right. Just say you're you're a goody. You're you're yeah. That you're, is what you are. You're a goody. You're a <laughs> and you just happen to have two shoes on. <laughs> you're one of the good ones. <laughs> oh look at that dude, he has two shoes on. I bet you he's a good person. <laughs> he's got good shoes on. Oh my gosh. And nowadays it's like, oh that guy's got Nike, he's a bad one. <laughs> but we have Lori is like, yeah, Dad, I'll go put these keys in that Myers house. What of it? And uh, she goes to put it down. It's the neighbor. It's the the house. Yeah. It's that haunted house. It's one. the house. Yeah. The monster house. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have Michael who walks in and like you. The movie is like, hey, we don't want you to uh, feel confused as to what perspective. You're seeing this from, so you're gonna listen to Michael breathing within the mask the entire All time. Right, like, yeah, yeah, they did when, do that when it reads around, and we see him kind of like his silhouette watching Lori, and he's like, "What is she? What is she doing? What is she? Oh my God! Don't put that. She's putting keys in that. Oh. And you're a target now. Yep, yep. You you put my keys under the mat. Yeah. I'm pissed. I'm, I'm miffed. <laughs> I'm miffed right now, dude. And this is like the scene where she was walking towards the house. The, the little music that was playing was awesome. It's the little, like, subtle little piano. The ding, 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 yeah, ding. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, dude. I love it, it so much. It creeped me out, man. Yeah. I was, it was a creepy vibe, but yeah. I, I, it, it was very inviting of the Halloween yeah. spirit. Spirit. Um, but ever since she put the keys there, it, it, he had, like, targets locked. Target acquired. Yeah. And he kind of kept going after her. That's when he starts driving uh, his car. And then uh, Lori's friend is like, something, I'm yelling at you. And he like. <laughs> <laughs> something, I'm yelling at you. And he like stomps on the brakes. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, and shit. And they they play it off like, oh, he's just a creep. Like, you know, they were all freaked out. But yeah. They, you do that whole thing. Like, oh, no, it's, it's cool, man. He's just weird. He's, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> oh. Anyone, anyone else's heart is being fast? <laughs> Dude, if that happened to me now, I'd be so terrified. Right. Like, if a, like especially, like, in a weird neighborhood. Like, you see a car stop, and you're, your heart just kind of stops. You yeah. Know? I'm going to get shot right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I do not want to be kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, after that, is when Michael starts pursuing her on foot. And he kind of follows that, that kid, too, Tommy, who is the one she babysits. And he, he's in school and shit. And you have, like, this little trio of bullies who come up to him and... They started teasing him, like, oh, you're scared. I was hoping my Michael would have killed him, to be honest. Right. I was hoping there would have been a scene when I first watched him. Like, man, those kids need to die, man. Right. Poor kid. They broke his little pumpkin. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he fell on top of the pumpkin. But, like, I was thinking, is that what bullying was? Like, teasing? I, I would have killed for that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, one of the kids, like, dips out, and he bumps into Michael... 
He's like, I'm sorry. No, he doesn't say that, sorry, but that's for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Michael like, grabs him and he's kinda like, Alright, now you you go on now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, go on, get <laughs> Go go wait wait. <laughs> Read some books. <laughs> it's Jack Black the entire time. <laughs> if Jack Black was Michael Myers, I'm gonna swear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude. And uh, he starts following uh, Tommy, and then he gets in the car again. And it's so, it's a weird thing. Yeah, he, he, Michael Myers driving is weird. <laughs> yeah. Especially because, like, watching all the other movies, he doesn't do that. Yeah. So you forget that it was actually a normal thing a at thing, first. Like, right. So it's not weird. It wasn't the original, so we should expect him to drive. Exactly. And I actually expect him to drive in the new one. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. Yeah. When he was in the mental hospital, were they like, hey, every kid needs to learn how to drive? And did they just teach him how to drive? And there was no GPS. There was no uh, Siri, take me to Haddonfield. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. how do you know where to go? Yeah. It was, what, 50 miles or some shit like something that? Something like that, yeah. It, it was something crazy. It's not like he, when he was driving, or when he was getting dropped off to the... Uh, mental hospital where he was like counting the steps. All right, tick, 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 left turn, tick, 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 right turn, turn on, street number. You know what I mean? Like, it's right, like he's yeah. counting this yeah, shit exactly. at six years old. Yeah. But I, I just kind of felt like, how did he, at what point did he learn how to drive? Because he was six when they took him away. Here's the thing, Chris. We can't question this. He He's the embodiment of evil. That's true. That is true. He just knows. Yeah. Oh, right. It's a movie. Yeah, man. Oh, that's right. That's a mystery solved, you guys. But he starts following Tommy. Yeah. And in a very, like, pedo kind of way. Very much so. Yeah, he, yeah. He's in a car, and he's slowly driving and following this kid. This kid has no clue. Yeah. By the way, you're an idiot, kid, for not seeing that. He was following you. Yeah. But it was very, uh, very pedo, I would say. Mm-hmm. It, it, it did. It was very strange. But uh, at the same time, Michael was like, I, I'm going to kill you. Maybe. Did he think that? What do you think that of a kid? Of a little kid? I don't do see you... why not. If he's the embodiment of evil. That's evil true. knows no boundaries, Chris. That is also very true. You know what's weird? I, just, I don't know. This is a random thought. We, like, in horror movies, like, I don't think anyone, except, like, the weird people, like, I don't think anyone, like, cheers for the killer. Mm-hmm. No one cheered for Michael to go kill Lori. <laughs> right. Or, like, no one cheered for Jason to kill a whoever. Right. And yet they, they're still our favorite character from the movie, and they still are icons in the yeah. film industry. And we're just like, man, we love them. But every time I watch the movie, it's like, no, don't kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is, like, the weirdest thing. Like, if if uh, in the, the sequel that'll, that's coming out, when he's breaking uh, his hands through the door and grabbing Lori, yeah. like, ah, oh, come on, twist your neck, yeah, do you're, it. You're, no one's like that. I was like, you <laughs> smash her face in. Like, you're like, oh, how, how's Lori going to get out of this? Yeah. But yet Michael remains your favorite. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Which is weird. I don't think it's like that in any other kind of movie. Right, right. You know I mean? <laughs> and, and it's strange because this whole movie, well, the first, like, first and second parts of this movie is just him following Lori. And I thought it was brilliant that in this like nice little suburb area, yeah. it's it's daylight and there's zero people except for Lori, and it's still terrifying. 
Dude, the way he will like stand off into the distance, like like kind of hiding behind a tree or like just like yeah, dude. it's so weird, dude. And 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 he managed to make it scary even with daylight in the movie. When usually in horror films now, daylight means okay, the scary stuff is over. We got some time. Right, when right. When it gets dark, then we have to worry about the scary yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's like an intermission. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But this was no. This is not. It's not gonna. Uh, go easy on you like yeah. he's, he's gonna scare you like day and night yeah exactly you know I mean? he's, he's after you and one of the uh, one of the coolest scenes i saw there was when he was standing like uh behind a, a hedge that's such an iconic scene it is it is and i thought it was brilliantly done because again he he's off in the distance yeah and for some reason in in horror that's scarier than when they're getting you right like, him in the distance is terrifying, and I thought they did that well. Um, and then that's when he, like, walks past the hedge, and Lindsay's like, where are you? And he's like, no, we're there. And it's like, dude, that's terrifying. Where do yeah. you... Again, I pose a question. Where do you go? Like, yeah, it's such a funny thing, because if you if you think about it, like, in a logical sense... He had to like creep, like I'm gonna be creepy and slowly walk behind the side <laughs> so they don't see me. It's like, okay, I'm, the coast is clear. Um, 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 and then he just <laughs> runs and he just hops over the fence like as fast as he can. Like, like it has to look silly for you yeah. to escape that fast. Right. You can't just like vanish. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but that's like the mystique of it, the mystery. Mystery, right? Yeah. Right. You can't question it too much, otherwise yeah. it's like. Well, this not... is the only way he'd be able to do that. It's <laughs> kind of silly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, the um, Lori is starting to kind of feel this sense, like, oh, shit, you know, I think he's after me. Or he's kind of around more than I'd like him to be. And everyone's like, oh, stop. It's nothing. It's nothing. You're just you're just making... Se- if this is a joke, it's not really funny. Oh, <laughs> the worst line. Never. Don't ever write in a script, you guys. If no. any of you make a movie, don't write that line in. Don't, don't. Don't you ever... Add that line. Is this some kind of joke? Because it's not very funny. Yeah, I feel that's. An, I feel like that's in almost every movie. Yeah, you guys. Did you guys hear how weightless that sounded? Yeah. There's nothing to it. Yeah, he he could have just as well said nothing, <laughs> and it would have the same impact. Yep. <laughs> um. But yeah. But man. Yeah, that's about it. So, <laughs> so that that scene was iconic. But yeah. I, I also love. When Lori's in her room, yes, oh. this is the 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 scene that has been replicated throughout movies, like um, as a joke or as like to pay tribute to it. Right. And it's when Michael is standing behind the sheets. Oh, dude! And Lori's looking at him from the second floor of her home, from her room, from her window, and you just see him standing there. And that is the most horrifying thing ever. Right, dude. Can you imagine that? You're in the comfort of your room. Right. Where most people feel the safest. Yeah. In your own room. Nothing can touch you. Yeah. You look out the window and someone's looking dead into your soul. Right. They know exactly where you are. And where you sleep. Yep. Exactly the room. That's terrifying, dude. And uh, we see him. We cut to Lori and she's terrified. And then we cut back and he's gone. He's gone. And I'm thinking, but Lori, like it cuts back to Lori, and she's like, like, oh fuck, and like, but Lori, you saw him walk away, like he didn't, he didn't just disappear on you, he vanished on us. Yeah, like, yeah. you saw where he went. Yeah. So that's what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> but he, or, or no, she, the, the the fuck. What I mean to say is that the phone rings, and she like jumps like ah, oh, 
She answers it, and it's just her friend. They're making plans, and she just kind of lays back on her bed. Like, oh, you gotta calm yourself down, Lori. Um, there's an actual stalker after you. you yeah. You might want to look into that just a little bit more. Don't lay down. Don't huh? lay down. That's, uh, it's not gonna help <laughs> anyone. But, lo and behold, she continues to lay down. Uh, didn't we already talk about what lo, lo and behold means? Yeah. yeah. I still don't know. I don't know what it means. I don't know where it... We know what it... what How to use it. Right. Right. But not why it's said in that way. Right. Kind of like sex. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Just kind of do it. Yeah. I constantly do it, but it's like, what does this mean? What, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, shit. But um, that's one of the things that he does... Constantly is a sex. Michael. (laughs) No, he constantly vanishes and disappears from his victims. It has to be some kind of like he had to practice this. (laughs) Where can I go? Where can I go? And then just dart somewhere when as soon as someone's like not looking. Like, do you think he did that all through the uh, the mental institution that he was in? Like the janitor or the doctor's like looking around, like ah. Michael, not again. Where'd you go? <laughs> That's how he escaped. That's how he... <laughs> he he did that constantly with each of his kills. He would kind of vanish and then just reappear. And then he wouldn't do anything. He would just vanish again. And it's a very cat and mouse kind of tactic to use. Right. Because I think it's it's strange because I don't know what his... In- obviously, his intentions were to kill... But was he trying to milk it? Like milk- He's playing with his food. Right. It's basically what's happening. Right. That's what it's, I was thinking. When, when we say cat and mouse, if, if you guys... For those of you who don't really understand that saying, cats literally play with their food until they decide to kill it. Right. They will, per, they will let the mouse believe that it's going to escape. Mm-hmm. And then they go and just trap it again. Right. Which is sadistic and crazy. And that's kind of what Michael does here. Yeah. I'm not saying Michael's a cat by any means. I hate cats. But, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what he's doing. He's kind of playing with his food. He he does this thing where he's just going to instill the m- most possible fear into your heart. Mm-hmm. And when he wants to, when he when he's ready, when he thinks you're ready to die, he's just going to go do it. Right, yeah. And that's horrifying. And that's crazy, uh, crazy evil shit. Right. And I, I was thinking that, but at the same time, I was thinking, like, does he have any of those kind of emotions where he was like, yeah, I want to do this? Or, you know, like what drove him, you know, to do that? Or what drives him on a daily basis? Uh, right, and that's that's also just part of the mystique and, and why this is just a movie, Chris. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but because if you think about it, that scene where he was looking at her from, from when she looked at him from the window, he could have easily disappeared on her and then just gone inside the house, walked upstairs... And, and slaughtered her. And ended it. Yeah, that's true. But no, he was like, man, she's definitely scared now. This is really fun. And I like this. Yeah. So I'm going to keep doing it. Wait till you <laughs> see me later. Yeah. And that's just horrifying. Right. And there's, oh, no, there's no rhyme or reason for it. Yeah. It just, it's something that if it happened to us, we'd be scared. And it, which is why it was most likely done this way for the film. Mm-hmm. It's to just... Put yourself in her shoes. What what the fuck are you going to do? Right, dude. You call the cops? Well, the cops aren't... They're going to be like, well, 
He's nowhere now. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> not much we can do. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that you can do. Right. Because this guy is... Really cross the line. Cross the line. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is... Uh, he, he just vanishes, and there's no, like, hint that it that it's a Michael coming back. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Because he was gone for so long. But we have Dr. Loomis going to the cemetery with the, the graveskeeper, or the groundskeeper, I should say. And the groundskeeper is just kind of talking to him, and he's he's discussing, like, a story. He's talking about a story that, that happened about, like, a murder and stuff. And, uh, and Dr. Loomis wants to go visit a grave, Judith Myers' grave. And the the the, the great the groundskeeper is is talking about this murder that happened I think with a woman or something. And before he gets to the climax, Doctor Loomis is like, "Where's Judith Myers' grave?" And I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! <laughs> no, <laughs> I want to know what happened." <laughs> and the groundskeeper is like, "Oh, well, it uh, should be here." Uh, they see a missing uh, gravestone, and uh, he stops talking about the previous thing. And I'm like, oh, dude, how are you going to do this to me? Come on, Loomis. Come on, dude. I mean, to be fair, Loomis did have a mission, but mm-hmm. still, man, be respectful. Yeah, dude. He was telling you a story, man. Right. And in turn, telling us a story. Like, yeah. this is something cool. But we see that Judith Myers's grave was removed, and Dr. Loomis is like, Michael did it! Michael did it! <laughs> it, it was Michael. <laughs> Oh, that devil, it was Michael. And he's like, oh, the groundskeeper is telling him, well, we have a lot of vandalism. No, 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 Mike, Michael did it. Michael did it. But, like, you know. Okay, okay, Michael did it. All right, all right. Michael did it, I guess. What I don't understand, though, is why, why Judith, though? You know what I mean? Like, why was there so much importance to that? Right. Um, In the one, we only saw his parents in one... 22nd scene they both seemed like relatively kind civil people right so why why the mom like is it just because like it's it's playing off of his love for his mom like it's, how the it's the closest thing to his humanity i would imagine mm-hmm. it's the closest thing as far as having reason for whatever he does right it, there's no connection to anything else he's been at that institute it's, it's whole life pretty much yeah so there's no indication or reason for anything else so mm-hmm. why not go back to his family go back to his initial crime right all oh, right, right you know what i mean yeah. so that's like the only thing they can cling on to as far as trying to begin to stop him right you know what i mean to bring out his humanity and and while that makes sense and this is just me i I kind of wish that there was a more, like, not backstory in him, but just kind of more of a connection between him, his mom, and why that matters to the story. Yeah. You know? But I guess they're they're playing it all with the, the mystique. But at the end of the day, I'm still thinking... Why? Yeah. That whole uh, his, his mom's headstone thing, that literally meant nothing. Yeah. It didn't really play into the story... If they didn't have it come back later at the end of the like the fa- final act, it wouldn't have mattered to me. I would have just been like, "Yeah, this is all right. Like I yeah. like it anyway." But it happens, and I guess I guess that makes the most sense. Right. I just want to kind of add some kind of humanity to him. Right. Um, but then we have Lori, uh, who's like babysitting Tommy, and it's it's a back and forth between her ho- uh, the the house she's in and the house Lindsay's in, 
and we have Michael, who the whole time was stalking Lori, is now like, Lindsay, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. gonna go to her now, and Lindsay's there in the in the uh, um, the kitchen of the the house she's babysitting and just kind of like rummaging through the uh, kitchen. She she's talking to uh, to uh, a hot boy. Uh, no, no, she's talking to Lori. Oh, uh, hey, Lori. So uh, guess what? I talked to Brian, and uh, guess what? Guess what? I found out. <laughs> and I told him that you thought he was so hot, dude, and you want to go to him. Or you what? <laughs> yeah, what? And and she, even even uh, Lindsay's like, hey, um, he said that he was like really excited that you said that you liked him. No, 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 you gotta call him back right now and tell him that you were just playing around, that you were just kidding. But, like, Lori, why? Right? Like, <laughs> if that was the goal... Right. Wouldn't you be stoked on that? Yeah. But at the same time, that they're high school kids, anxiety gets the best of you, man. That's true. But anxiety didn't exist back then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have... Oh, I thought it was funny because Lindsay, like, dropped something on, on her shirt. And she's like, oh, man, I got to change. Take it off, take it off, take it off, take Dude, it off. Dude, she, she legit takes off, like, everything, just her underwear's on. And I'm like, I'm great. I'm not going to protest this, but why? Right. Why your pants? You could have left those on. But she takes them off anyway. And I think maybe John was like, you know what this movie needs? Ass. <laughs> <laughs> ass and titties. Ass, ass and titties. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a, a Michael in the most... Uh, if you thought he was a, a pedo back when he was talking Tommy, oh, wait until you see this. Scene. Get this. <laughs> He's watching her undress, and like one of the pots from outside falls, like where he's next to him. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, oh shit. It's like because he like grabbed it, like he was like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> he's like grabbing it really tight. <laughs> he breaks it, oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck, oh fuck. Just dives and like barrel rolls. <laughs> He's like, <sighs> she didn't see me, did she? <laughs> His masculine comes off a little bit. Oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> shit. But he really takes his time with, with, with Lindsay and just kind of playing around with her. And she drops off, um, I think her name is Linda, the girl that she's she's babysitting uh, with, with, uh, with Lori. She's like, hey, I'm going to go with this guy. I'm going to go pick him up. And I'm going to, you know... We're gonna do stuff. So yeah. <laughs> she goes back to the uh, to the house, and she goes to to the car, and she's like, "Oh, the door's locked. I well, my keys, of course." And I'm thinking, "How are you going to to drive it if you didn't have your keys?" Right? Isn't that a thing you should check to that to see if you have first? This also ends up being one of like the weirdest death scenes. It, really was dude it was kind of like it was a very 70s yes dude holy <laughs> shit it was such a 70s death scene dude. yeah hey be less <laughs> 70s dude but i thought it was good because uh, she she opens the door first and it's locked and it's like oh my keys she she comes back to get the keys and opens the door out of habit and it opens and she sits down like wait wait a tick <laughs> wasn't that shit locked and uh michael appeared dude when Michael like popped up out of the back seat, I legit freaked out. <laughs> I jumped. I'm like, "Oh motherfucker!" No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, and he grabs her with one hand, and he's like choking her out. And I'm like, "Yo, are you serious, dog?" And she's like, ah, ah, "Yeah." Ah. 
He just has a thunder grip. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's just choking him with a thunder grip. Ooh, thunder grip. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's he just literally just chokes her, man. Yeah, and then he he's like, "You're not dying fast enough." So he grabs the knife and like slits like the side of her neck, I guess, yeah. or something, and she dies almost instantly. Yeah, and like she kind of has her face while she's dying was just the weirdest, most like drawn out thing ever. Yeah, she's just kinda like. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like her like, gaping mouth. I'm just like, oh, oh, die, die. Oh, not yet? Okay. I die oh, no. now. <laughs> die now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when uh, Michael, uh, or no, so the two sex-driven teenagers are like, we're in this house that we don't know, but we're going to fuck anyway. Oh, this scene, too. This scene's so iconic, yeah. too. We're, like, forgetting completely yeah, about it. Yeah, I, I almost passed over this. Jesus. I, I forgot it, too. Dude, how can we forget? That's literally one of the most iconic scenes. Right. So, you know, they're, they're banging, and uh, it, it's soft porn, dude. Yeah. It totally yeah, is. It is. And But we get some... some so 70s. Oh, dude, it totally is. And uh, that's when the, the boyfriend's like, hey, I'm gonna, just gonna go downstairs and get some little drink. And he's yeah. like, hey, bring me something too. Bring me a beer. Yeah. Try and give me a beer. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> he goes downstairs and it's completely dark. Uh, we have the door that's open. He passes by and Michael's just standing there. Yeah. And you hear the little, bling, the little sound. Oh, shit. And you're just like, oh, you're, you're dead. You're gonna die. Yeah. Consider yourself dead. And... Uh, Michael, like, oh, he opens, like, one of the doors. Like, nope, nope, nothing there. I wonder what's behind here. Michael's like, you're death. (laughs) (laughs) You're impending doom. (laughs) He grabs him and, like, lifts him up off his feet. And the guy's like, oh, no, oh, no. What are you doing? What are you doing? What is this? And then the knife in Michael's hand glints with the moonlight. And he stabs it into the guy. And this is where I, I started to notice something. Every time someone gets stabbed or hurt, uh, it's super anticlimactic. It's like he gets oh, stabbed. Oh, so, like so dull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He gets, this This is, we're going to reenact what sound what happens. Here's Michael uh, stabbing him. Yeah, that's all that and happens. And the feet just go dead. Yeah, like there's nothing else. The guy's not screaming. He's not strangling. He he dies from a, a knife in the wound, like almost instantly. It's very ninja-like of Michael. Very much so. And he just kind of leaves him there. And Michael's he hanging. Like, he like he's still hanging like off the ground. Like the knife is keeping him on on the wall. And I was thinking, how? <laughs> because it's not all the way through. The knife like. Uh, like an inch from the bottom is still stick uh, out of the guy's stomach. Well, you know Chris, what I mean? it's the it's mystique. Movie. It's the mystique of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mystique of it. But Michael just kind of like lets him hang, and uh, he starts tilting his head, like admiring his work. Like mm, yes, that yes. was so evil, and it kind of gave us more on what Michael is. Yeah. It it was so subtle but we were it made you realize like man this dude is like he's he's getting a kick out of this man. He, he's he he tilts his head and he's like man this is good. This, this is was good. pretty pretty tight. Yeah. Next thing you know he's like lifting up his hands like as yeah. a photographer like right? mm, yes 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 I like this I like that. <laughs> uh and then he that's when we get the ghost scene. Yes the oh it's so classic. Dude. Yeah. He walks so up and the door opens. She's like, 
<laughs> hey. All right, stop playing. Yeah. All right, that's enough. <laughs> right, and he's just kind of standing there like, I'm wearing your dead boyfriend's glasses. <laughs> to make you think that it's, that it's him, of course, whatever. Uh, and she goes to uh, to answer the phone, or call Lori anyway, and uh, Michael, like, not darts, but he just beelines towards her. Yeah. And that is, like, I, I haven't seen you move this fast before. Yeah, so this is kind of horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, there's speed to you now. Oh, so wow. Now I'm even more scared. So now that, that explains how you vanish so quickly. You walk really fast. Yeah. And he grabs, he grabs the girl and, like, wraps the telephone cord around. And, it, <laughs> and it's so weird because she moans. Oh, yeah. She legit moans. And, and I'm think- Lori's there like, oh, you sickos. Like, oh, you guys are giving me a free show. Like, haha, don't want this. And you're like, wait, <laughs> is this what I think it is? Or, uh, um, <laughs> you know, you're like, start yeah. realizing, oh, shit, this is probably bad. And uh, I thought that was just really weird that people, that it's a, it would ever be a thing for someone to, like, moan like they're getting strangled. Like, yeah. she was into it. <laughs> it's hey, so weird. Hey, dude, don't don't shame kinks, man. You know what? That's probably true. No kink shaming here. Yeah, we here at the Horror Academy, we're all for your kinks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> here at the Horror Academy, we have a saying: we're all for your kinks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Lori is like, I should probably go in that house and figure out what's going on. Or call the cops. Yeah, or, or leave town. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes to the house, and it's dark, and uh, there's a sound from upstairs, and she's like, all right, guys, quit it. <laughs> oh, dude, what? Is this? All right, guys, come on out. <laughs> <laughs> the fun, the, the jig is up. <laughs> she She walks around the house and starts finding the bodies of her friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Each one, like... Popping up left and right. Stashed places. Here's what I started to realize, mm-hmm. though. We're joking about how fast Michael disappears. I I do truly believe he has some sort of paranormal power. Right. All those doors open by themselves. Yeah. Oh, that's true. All of them, and not just those, but every like every other door would open by themselves. Like. When uh, Lindsay was in the uh, laundry room, she was cleaning her, yeah. her, washing her clothes. The door that she came out of just closes by itself. There's no wind coming in to close it. And I'm like, True. Michael. Michael's no Kevin McAllister, so it has to be something paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. So now now I realize. Maybe like he's literally evil. Yeah. He's somehow practiced the dark arts. Holy shit. Yeah. There's, that's the only explanation. No, Chris, it's the mystique of it. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. It's just a movie, you Dude, know? Dude, what if, uh, like, John was, was questioned about this? Like, hey, so how would he do this if he's here? And how would Michael know how to go here? Guys, it's just the mystique of it. <laughs> it's the mystique of it. It's the movie. You don't have to explain it. <laughs> Dude, and, like, uh, like, some of the workers are, like, the crew members are in the back, like, Hey man, have you thought about like how this makes sense? You, I mean, it doesn't really, but don't ask John. He's gonna tell you it's just a mystique of it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask John? Yeah, he said it was, and then they both said at the same time, the, the mystique, mystique of it. it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like this like strategy of like, nah, we don't need to explain that's just a movie, it's the mystique of it probably didn't pay off for every other movie that's tried it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like like A-Legged Freaks or any other oh. movie. Like, But what about the... It's the mystique of, of it. No, it doesn't work. No. You're not John Carpenter. <laughs> uh, but that's when uh, Michael like grabs the knife and like slashes Lori's arm. And it's like he slashes her sleeve and she falls down the stairs. And he's like, I never miss. Because <laughs> he, he was so distraught because he missed. Yeah. <laughs> he like he like puts the knife down, has his head in his hands. Like, no, no, hold on, hold on, I need a break. He sits down on, like on the steps, and Laurie sits down next to him and just like pats her, like like she pat, like rubs her, her, her thighs, thighs, like, and then she like puts her hand on his shoulder. It's okay, Michael. Yeah. Hey, listen. It it was dark as it is, and I kind of moved last second too. Yeah. So why don't you get that knife yeah. and try again, okay, it's, big fella? Here's the thing. We, we all fail. But when you truly fail is when you don't pick yourself back up and learn from your mistakes. You can fall seven times, but get back eight. <laughs> <laughs> Gary V comes out. <laughs> Gary V. Gary V comes out. You have to love the process. If you do not love the process, then this will all not work. Like I love fucking up because it gives me the opportunity to prove everyone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't don't diss on Gary Vee. We actually yeah, really like yeah, him. Dude, we follow him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that before he slashes Lori's arm, she's kind of like backing up into like a like a wall because she sees like all her friends are dead. She's freaking out, and there's a dark uh, uh, doorway next to her, and Michael's face just appears, and I got terrified at that. I was like, yo, no fucking way he's there. And uh, So iconic. Dude. Yeah, bro. I was like, oh my gosh, get out of there. So that's when that whole thing happens. She falls down, like doesn't break any vertebrae. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she dips out of the house, goes to the one that she was in. And she's like, oh, my keys, my keys. And that's kind of actually how she said it, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's, like, banging the door, uh, yelling at, at Tommy to come by to open it. When she gets in, Michael is still, like, not even, maybe 10 feet away from her. Yeah. She closes the door, like, hey, go get uh, the, the girl and oh, get out of here. And uh, she, she locks the door and she's checking the windows. And, like, I think one of the windows is open because you see the curtain fluttering. And then Michael just kind of appears. And I'm like, Michael, you were outside. And by the time they got in, if you... How? It's the mystique <laughs> of it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here's where like more of that anticlimactic stabbing comes into play because... Uh, Lori grabs some kind of uh, like a, a fire poker or something yeah. and like stabs Michael in the like in the neck and there's just and then he's like uh, no sound no sound no, like ah yeah yeah he yeah. just kind of falls and she takes the knife from him and she's like is is he dead yeah he's dead and it's so there's just no like big thing that happens when right. when people get stabbed right, and yeah. I feel very like I'm missing something I'm I'm incomplete. And she, like, Lori just lets the knife go. She drops the knife, like, I'm going to leave that there. Hey, kids. And she goes up to find the kids. And uh, they're like, hey, so where's the boogeyman? I, I, I killed him. You can't kill the boogeyman. I killed him. He's gone. He's not coming back anymore. 
what yeah. he was. <laughs> <laughs> All this is just what was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And then, ah, dude, we see Michael Shadow wa- walk up the stairs, and the kids are like, Dude, no, the kids are facing him. Oh, yeah. And, like, because they're looking at Lori and they don't notice, oh, there's a big thing coming my way. And uh, he just kind of comes after them with the knife. And Lori's like, guys, get in the room. And she goes to the master bedroom, opens uh, the balcony windows or the doors to make it look like she escaped. Yeah. He goes, she locks herself in the closet. Michael's like, nah, you're, you're in here. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're in here. Yeah, come on. But he took so long to get inside that room because she did all of that in that yeah. small amount of uh, time. He breaks through the... Uh, oh, he like jiggles the, the closet. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you've you've done crazier shit. Why don't you just break <laughs> through that? Or just appear inside of it? Yeah. <laughs> or just already be there. Can you imagine like he shakes the, the closet doors like... <sighs> well, you fooled me this time. Until next Halloween, <laughs> we'll meet again, Lori. <laughs> but no, he breaks through it. She's freaking out as one would. Yeah, and she... also an iconic scene that's played Bro. back through the years. Yes, when he's breaking through and she's just screaming and he's like, like clawing at her, like trying to reach at her. Yeah. Oh man, dude. That was so well done. Yeah. I love the camera work there. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this is terrifying. Yeah, dude. Because as he's breaking through, yeah, I'm breaking free. We're getting <laughs> sorry. I'm flying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But as he's breaking through, like, you can see that he's, like, we have, like, we're at a lower angle, and it, he just looks very dominating. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and that's Oh, what, God. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Lori has the quick sense of like grabbing the uh, wire hanger and like undoes it so it's a stick and then she like jabs it into his face. Yeah. And he's like, mm, oh, mm. my eye, <laughs> my leg, <laughs> my leg. <laughs> and he like kind of, oh, oh, she grabs the knife that he drops and she's like, my one shot and like stabs him. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, that's actually fucking badass. Yeah, like a yeah. thank you. That's so cool. And he's like falling down. She like gets uh she gets out of the closet. She tells the kids, "Hey, go go run out, get the cops, you know, get just get help." And she's just kind of lying like sitting on the the doorway and it's like, "Dude, you've done this once before where you you turn your back on Michael yeah, and he yeah. looks dead." And it's when he does like the Undertaker and he like stands oh, up. Oh, which is, by the way, I said this a whole episode, another iconic scene yeah. and probably the one that scared everyone the most. Yeah, dude. I think there's a video out there of original footage of people in the theater when that scene happened and they were screaming, dude. Oh, wow. Like there's a recording of people who watched that for the first time when it came out and it was it was just ruckus, dude. People dude. were flipping out Holy when he sat up. Like, went, like, do you just hear like blood curdling oh. screams? Yeah, like, oh shit! Like, dude, it's amazing, dude. That's it's so tight, amazing, dude. dude. I love that because he's he sits up, and first of all, it gives you an idea of as to how top shape, top fit he is. Yeah, to just do that, like, oh, I can do sit ups. <laughs> like, right, like nothing like look at my abs bro I've had nothing to do in that mental hospital for 16 years <laughs> and he immediately looks over to her 
And I'm like, yo, Lori, you know that he's not dead, right? Like, go look at him. And we cut to the kids who, like, run out screaming their heads off. And I feel I'm, so bad for them. Like, I know. They're so scared. Yeah. Dude. But I'm thinking because when she sent them out, they looked really, like, they were calm. They looked composed yeah. almost. And it's like when they're at the doorway, Tommy's like, all right, ready? At the count of three, you're just going to scream your head off, right? One, two, three. Ah! Ah! <laughs> just like going batshit crazy. And we have uh, uh, Dr. Loomis, who's been at the Michael... Like, Why am I saying Michael's name? But he's at the Myers house the whole yeah. time thinking yeah. he's going to come here. Um, and he never he never does. He, he enlists the help of that sheriff and uh, whose daughter dies, by the way. Yeah. And... Uh, He's, we never see that. We never see him find that out. But uh, Dr. Loomis is like, well, Michael's around here somewhere, so we got to go find him. And uh, that's when he shows up at the house where Lori is. Yeah. And just as Michael's about to, like, kill her, he, he comes by and, like, shoots shoots him, like, six times. Yeah, and exactly six times. Exactly, because that's all the bullets that he can carry in that yeah. gun. And then not only that, in, in the second movie, the whole beginning of it, he's just yelling at the cop, I shot him six times! Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he just repeats that over and over again in the beginning of the song. All right, I get it. How many times again? <laughs> six times! Everyone, it's the man who shot Michael Myers six, six times. times. <laughs> See? See, nobody and, gives and a why shit. Why didn't he die? Because it's the mystique. <laughs> yeah, it. It's the mystique. But I thought it was funny because he, Michael, uh, like gets shot, of course, and he, with each shot, he goes back a few steps until he falls over the the edge. Yeah. And he and he and he's on the ground outside, and it cuts to Loomis who pulls the trigger again. What are you shooting at? He was just. It was just that moment of like, it's done. But that felt, felt cool, so I'm gonna pull it again. <laughs> yeah, or he was like, "You have to learn to curve the bullet." <laughs> <laughs> he tried to want to curve the bullet down out the window and down to Michael's Michael. chest. <laughs> and yeah, like Loomis is like, "Oh well, that's all the bullets I have. That's six bullets. I'll be sure to report that to the police." <laughs> yeah, and that's when you know he's checking in on Lori and stuff, and uh, she's like crying, she's freaking out, like. He's not dead or whatever. And we cut to the ground uh, where Michael is, and he's not there. And it's like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. If you're not there, there that then... means, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. But we we cut to, like, different scenes, different shots of the neighborhood with Michael's breathing in the background. And just to kind of let you know, he's he's still out there. And again, the crew members are like, well, is he like a demon or not? Like, how did he survive that? Guys, 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 it's, it's a mystique. It's the mystique of it. <laughs> how many times have I have to tell you? Uh, I don't know, man. I think you're just kind of pushing this a little too much. Like, well, uh, well, that's not working out for you. Well, let me say this. It's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's fiction. <laughs> but that leads me to ask. Um, he just kind of vanished, right, into thin right. air. He's still alive. He's still out there. We had sequels after that, but now that we have this new sequel... Which is the the official, through, the, through John Carpenter's view, 
the only and true sequel to this to, first to one. this first one. How do you go back into the mental institution? I hope they kind of explain that. Yeah, because because that that's just kind of there's a there's gonna be a huge gap in that. Right, you know? like do they find him like bleeding out on the street and they're like, yo, let's take him back. Yeah, or hopefully <laughs> that question gets answered, man. Right, can or else <laughs> or else he'll just be the mystique. Of <laughs> the mystique, <it>. right? <laughs> but can you imagine they find him like shy, like. All right, Michael, you had a good run, but let's go back. And he's just all bummed up. Fine. Fine. (laughs) But hopefully they do explain that. Um, Otherwise, you know, might as well just take John's word for it. It's it's a mistake of it. Yeah, I guess, John. I guess. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) But through through it all, it was a really solid film. And uh, quite possibly the the greatest horror film of all time. Yeah. We're speaking impact in in the horror community right the horror world yeah dude like besides james wan's conjuring universe that do terrify me this is actually one of the rare occasions where a slasher terrified me yeah absolutely and i was like yo this is so fucking tight dude. (laughs) yeah um i actually watched john carpenter's the fog yeah and that movie is fucking good too yeah i really enjoyed it so He's got my respect. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. For this episode. And uh, we actually went the f- the full amount of time amount, we usually do. Yeah. Yeah. Holy that's shit. That's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. We need to find a way to balance. And to think we're going to do one and two, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> we're going to do Halloween 2 now. And yeah. prepare, for your, prepare yourself for, for a the full... the next hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, now that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, let us know what you guys think about Halloween, the, the original... Um, or just the holiday in general. Slide into the DMs. Yes. Let us know what you what you want to hear from us more. Um, and uh, we we've, we have activity in our in our direct messages, and we enjoy it. Yeah. We, we love it. Don't feel like you're gonna bug us with your questions. No, absolutely not. Like we will literally answer anything you ask us. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing I do want to ask you guys. Uh, I, I stated earlier in the episode that no one really cheers on the the serial killer. Right. If you do, let us know and give us your reasons why. I, I, that's, yeah. I, that, I, I'm actually interested in that. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that's actually really cool. Um, but yeah, guys, definitely uh, message us uh, at the Horror Academy. Um, as Adrian said, don't be, don't don't feel like you're, you're bugging us. Rem- remember, we're we're more scared of you than you are of us. Right, right, right. <laughs> but um, and we have nothing better to do anyway. So that's, that is also true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, we we want to talk to you guys. Um, also wanted to uh, throw something else out there for you guys. Um, I have a book out called Sapiens. Oh God! Just kidding. Uh, oh, <laughs> just kidding. Oh. Just kidding. You know what? I'm kidding. <laughs> it is a post-apocalyptic novel. Uh, it it follows a trio of survivors trying to go through a deserted wasteland of a sit uh, country world. world really trying to survive. Um, definitely, you know, I'll, I'll put the link of the ebook into the show description as i always do so definitely check it out it would mean the world to me because i need to put food on the table but uh uh, yeah i'll I'll leave that there and uh any any final words happy halloween (laughs) (laughs) holy shit i wanted i wanted to say the cringiest thing possible and that's kind of what came to my i was thinking you're gonna say like happy halloween michael (laughs) because she says that in the trailer Uh, anyways, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. And as always, my name is Chris. Uh, my name has been and always will be Adrian. And you just listened to the Horror Academy podcast.